Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another playoff edition of Mavs Content Crazy. And in today's episode, the Mavericks are back in this series, winning here in Dallas for the first time in the series, 103-94. And will this now springboard the Mavericks into winning this series? So, Mavs fans, this was fun. This was just everything you wished for in a Maverick game in the playoffs. Uh, I was in the arena for this one, so it was even better. I love being in playoff game atmosphere in the American Airlines Center. It is loud. It is ruckus. It is so fun and exciting. The energy is just infectious. Fans are booing every time the Suns touch the ball, especially Jerry Crowder, which we all know uh, he's a former Maverick and this seems to really like playing against the Mavericks. <laughs> but it's just so fun to be in the arena for these types of games and for the Mavericks to win this game the way they did, being just dominant, really, uh, from the first quarter, when the Mavericks went down 13-11, to 11, after that, they took over in this game and just never let go. It was a defensive wake-up party for this Maverick team. This is the team that we're used to seeing. When this 2022 calendar year started, our team found their identity as a defensive team. And we've seen that all through the Utah series, and we did not see that in the first two games of this series. We were, I don't know, kind of sleeping a little bit, but the Mavericks found that energy today. They found their way back, and they did everything right in this game. Dean up Phoenix to absolute perfection, to the point Chris Paul was having just a horrible game on his 37th birthday. He actually had seven turnovers for the first time in his career um, in the first half. And it was very exciting to see the Mavericks playing defense like that on Chris Paul. Uh, If you've listened to this pod, then you know I am not a Chris Paul fan. He is not one of my favorite people. (laughs) So it makes me feel good to see that he did not have the best birthday here in Dallas as we won this game. And really forced him to commit a lot of turnovers, not looking like himself. And really... This Maverick team just just found themselves, and and to do it against Chris Paul like that is, is always good for me. I, I'm never gonna apologize for being happy that Chris Paul did not have a good birthday. So the Mavericks just really played with high energy, and it was just what they got from the fans in this one. You've seen everyone flying around. Reggie Bullock had kind of an injury in this game, but he still played the entirety of it and still played great defense the entire time. It wasn't just a Luka game. Everyone joined in. Everyone helped. And I think that was the difference. When Luka does does not have to score 45 points a game, then the other guys have to be more involved. And we've seen that in this one because he definitely got some help. But before I go over the stats and what our guys did, let's take a look at some of the things that just happened for the Mavericks uh, against Phoenix in this game. Dallas breaks an 11-game losing streak to Phoenix. Now, that is the biggest one. Just like in the Utah series, everyone talked about how Mavericks could not win in Utah because they hadn't won there in six years. And that was going to be the issue for the Mavericks in that series. Well, coming in against Phoenix, we knew that we have not played them 
very well. They We had not beat them since 2019. And basically, since we got Luka, it's been a struggle for us to beat the Suns for whatever reason. But now, breaking that 11-game losing streak, showing ourselves that we can compete with this team and we can beat this team, that should give the Mavericks a lot more confidence moving forward in this one. I think it's something that will definitely lift us up in this next game here in Dallas on Sunday, and it'll definitely give us more confidence when we go into Phoenix now moving forward. I still think we will win this series, and I think after a game like this, the Mavericks just show themselves that they are a great team and, and just needed to get it back in their head to get that confidence back that they are a contender with anyone in the Western Conference. And when you have everyone helping the way that they did in this game, it definitely shows. But that to me was one of the biggest stats, breaking that 11-game losing streak to Phoenix and just getting over that hump to now we feel better when we're playing against them. This was the first playoff game for Phoenix in which they shot under 50%. Uh, the Mavericks obviously held them to just 45% shooting in this game. And you love to see that because obviously that was the big talk about Phoenix is well, how efficient they had been so far in the playoffs and why no one was pretty much being able to beat them. Even in the New Orleans series, uh, the Suns never shot less than 50% from the field. But the Mavericks held them and... The Mavericks themselves shot 44%. So it was pretty even shooting, but it was just the Dallas defense that was the difference in this game. And that was what we're used to seeing in the playoffs so far. So to hold Phoenix under that. Also, holding Phoenix under 100 points for the first time this season. That was the first time this season, believe it or not, that the Suns were held under 100 points. And this is what we do. We go out there, we compete, we rush everything, we charge at every shooter, we don't give up anything easy, and if you're going to get a bucket on us, it's going to be a difficult shot. It's going to be a tough shot to make because we're just going to be all over you, and that's the Status Maverick team. So, really, we did things to Phoenix that had not been done to them so far in this playoffs, and then holding them under 100 points for the first time this season, obviously something that had not been done to them this year. Our Maverick team now is showing their true colors, playing extremely good defense, and now ready to go in this series. And again, it was a matter of everyone helping out in this one. Everyone played extremely well. Everyone was engaged and communicating. And Jalen Brunson finally got his shot going and got his confidence back here in Dallas. Brunson actually led the way in points in this game. Brunson, in his 36 minutes, had 28 points, 4 rebounds, and 5 assists, going 10 of 21 from the field, but only 1 of 5 from the 3-point line, along with 1 steal. Now, steals was the name of the game in this one, but, man, it was so good to see Jalen Brunson playing like he did in that Utah series. He was getting in the lane. He was being very aggressive. He was making life difficult on the Phoenix Suns, and that's what you love to see. That's the Jalen Brunson that we're going to need to win this series. If he stays that confident and plays just like this in the mid-range, the way we're used to seeing, then again, I don't think anyone can beat us, whether it's this Phoenix Suns team or anyone else. Brunson is a big key for this Maverick team. And when you don't force Luka to have to overkill himself to score 40 points to compete in a game, 
then you're helping your team out in a big, big way. So great to see that from Jalen Brunson, getting a little bit of confidence back, getting himself going, and now hopefully getting him hot now for the next game here in Dallas on Sunday. Now, Luka, obviously, was Mr. Everything for the Mavericks, as he always is, and was just one assist shy of another playoff triple-double. But Luka, in his 34 minutes, had 26 points, 13 rebounds, and 9 assists, going 11 of 25 from the field and 2 of 7 from the three-point line, along with two steals of his own. So, this is what we are used to seeing from Luka. He does everything for this Maverick team. He makes life easier on everyone, and he just absolutely has improved on the defensive side as well. He has made life difficult on whoever he is guarding, and I tell you what, this is what I was talking about coming into this series on why I thought we could win. When we were talking about uh, the defense that was going to be played against Luka in this series, everyone was talking about Michael Bridges as he was runner-up for defensive player of the year. Well, I said it didn't matter because, to me, he was not as good as Kawhi Leonard, so he wasn't going to be able to defend Luka. And we have seen that so far in this series. Michael Bridges cannot guard Luka. Luka can't be guarded by anyone in this league. He gets to where he wants at his own pace and just controls the game the way the Mavericks need it to be controlled. And Bridges was just pushed around again in this game. Again, 13 rebounds for Luka. The Mavericks have definitely improved so much now because of Luka's rebounding when it comes to the win-loss category of rebounding battle. Luka is an outstanding rebounder. When he wants to get rebounds, he does get them, and it shows. Now, I really wish he would have got that triple-double. It would have been exciting for Luka to get another playoff triple-double, but that's fine. We'll take everything that he gives to this Maverick team right now. Like I said, 13 rebounds and 9 assists. Just doing everything for our Maverick team the way we're used to seeing him do it. And when you have everyone else playing alongside, playing well, this Maverick team is, is unstoppable because we finally got a little bit of help from Dorian and Bullock in this one in the point scored category. They both played 41 minutes, Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith. So we're used to that. Those guys play a ton of minutes because they are our primary defenders. They are our guys who are going to make life difficult on Chris Paul and the rest of their team, like Booker. Um, and, and I think the way that this schedule is set up with the Mavericks playing every other day, it kind of works to the Mavericks' advantage because Luka is still young and most of our guys are young. So Chris Paul, while he is a great player, who I still don't like, but he is a great player, as we just said, just turned 37 years old in this game. So with continuous games like this and having defenders in his face the way Bullock and Dorian are doing to Chris Paul right now, it's going to make life even harder on him on him as we move forward in this series because he's just going to have to deal with a body that's always banging on him and then when he gets switched on to Luka it's even better because Luka just will pound your body you see Luka bending people backwards when he backs them into the paint so to have Dorian and Bullock helping on the defensive side and scoring in this game that's exactly what you need to see. Dorian, in his 41 minutes, had 14 points with 4 rebounds, going 5 of 15 from the field and 4 of 11 from the 3-point line, along with 3 steals. So, Dorian still wasn't even shooting particularly well, only 5 of 15 from the field. So, he didn't have the greatest game, but he still 
hit shots when it mattered in the second half because obviously in the first half his shot was not falling. I think I want to say he took about uh, seven shots in a row in the first half and just didn't hit a single one and he probably could have helped open the floodgates if the Mavericks were making those shots in the first half on this Phoenix team and pretty much would have given him that knockout punch in that first half but he wasn't making his shot early but he got it going in that second half when the Mavericks needed it and obviously playing outstanding defense the way he has. Dorian is a big, big help to this Maverick team on the defensive side. And if he's knocking down threes the way we've seen him make them this season, then again, we're just tough to deal with. Reggie Bullock, as I said, got kind of injured in this game, but you wouldn't have been able to tell because he still played 41 minutes, as I just said. Had 15 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists, going 5 of 11 from the field and 4 of 10 from the 3-point line, along with 3 steals of his own. So... Between Dorian and Bullock, you had six steals right there, and you just had great, great defensive play along with timely shot making when the Mavericks needed it. So Reggie Bullock actually hit the three-pointer that sealed this game away in the fourth quarter uh, to put the Mavericks up 12 with about a minute remaining. So that was just the end of the game at that point. And to have these guys now playing like that, it is absolutely great. Now, obviously, our center position is our biggest hole. It's going to continue to be our biggest hole as Dwight Powell is just undersized. But he did the best he could in this one. Again, he did make uh, life difficult on Aiton a few times when he was in the paint trying to get his normal little hook shots and the little um, mid-range shots that he normally makes. Powell was defending him as good as he could and just made it harder on Aiton to get those shots. And that's all you can ask for. Make it difficult on him. And if you do that, then, you know, that you're doing your job if you're Dwight Powell. <laughs> you really can't do much else because you're not tall enough to block his shot. But if you can just make it more difficult, then, and if he's missing those shots and he doesn't get that confidence going, that's exactly what you need from him. So Powell only played 10 minutes in this game, had two points, four rebounds, and one assist along with one steal. So just in a, a lot of steals in this game when you're looking at everything. You had 10 steals from the Mavericks starters in this game and again that goes back to the insane defense and the intensity that they've been playing with all playoffs long with the exception of the first two games of this series and to have it back now you love to see it and then when you're getting a little bit of help from your bench guys that's all that's all you can ask for the Mavericks didn't get a whole lot of scoring from the bench crew today as the Mavericks only had 18 points from the bench but you got it from the guys that you needed it from Maxi Kleba a guy who has just been a godsend so far to the Mavericks in the playoffs, shooting as horribly as he was coming into the playoffs, and then to just catch fire in that Utah series, and now he just has the confidence to just knock shots down at will, and he did it again in this one. Maxi played 33 minutes, had 14 points, 3 rebounds, and 4 assists, going 6 of 9 from the field, and 2 of 4 from the 3-point line, along with 3 blocks defensive maxi and making threes that's what we're all about we're a defensive team who can make threes and maxi is one of our most versatile players able to guard all players on the court there isn't anyone out there that he can't guard now chris paul is who will have the most difficulty with just because how shifty paul can be with the ball in his hand but it doesn't change the fact that Kleba is able to move his feet and just do everything well for the mavericks and then when he's knocking down shots it's it's not even close to what 
teams can get usually from some of their bigs. Bigs can't pull out to the perimeter the way he does and hit three-point shots like this and then turn around and play outstanding defense the way Maxie does. So great to see Maxie keeping it going, getting the three-point shots when we need them, and just playing great defense. So Spencer Dimwitty is just kind of another guy who I don't know what's going on with him right now in the series and really just in the playoffs. He was playing so well for the Mavericks leading into the playoffs but he has struggled so far in the playoffs and maybe it's just the moment's a little big for him right now and he's just not as confident as he should be but in this one Dimwitty played 24 minutes had four points four rebounds and four assists going two of seven from the field and oh of two from the three-point line along with one block and one steal so uh, obviously nothing to be too excited about when it comes to uh, his offensive output, but he is someone who does draw some attention sometimes, and that's all you really need from him. So hopefully he can get himself going. Hopefully uh, we can have just one just big breakout game from him because he is definitely due for one for the Mavericks. But when you have the starters playing as well as they did, and then everyone playing good defense in this one, that's what you need. Because Dimwitty did have one steal and one block, so he's still helping out on the defensive end when he's not scoring. And that's what this Maverick team does. Now, one thing that I want to make sure I bring up, because it actually did make a difference in this game defensively. Josh Green did not play in this one, and instead, Frank Natilikina got the opportunity to play. And he played great defense on Devin Booker in the time that he was out there. Natilikina only played 12 minutes. He didn't score, he didn't rebound, he didn't assist. But what he did do was give 1,000% energy and hustle on the defensive side and made it tough on Booker for those 12 minutes that he was out there. So I thought that was a, a big thing in this game to have Natilikina playing that kind of defense for the Mavericks and spelling Luka for a little bit more time and, and Brunson as well to give them a little bit more rest. And if Natilikina is going to play defense like that, I'm fine with him not scoring or rebounding or assisting. I just want you to play good defense and help this Maverick team out the way that you did. So I'm excited for what this Maverick team is doing. In this series now. Now it's two games to one. Holding Phoenix, like I said, under 100 points for the first time this season. And under 50% shooting for the first time in the playoffs. The Mavericks themselves didn't have a great shooting night from the three-point line. Only shooting 33%. So there is still a level that can go up for the Mavericks on the shooting end here. We went 77% from the free throw line. Making 10 of 13. We only had eight turnovers, and that's what you love to see. We were out-rebounded um, by nine rebounds again in this one, but I'm fine with that. As long as it's not double-digit rebounding um, deficits, then I'm fine with us getting out-rebounded. We know we don't have the biggest guys out there, so that's going to be a problem. Uh, the Mavericks also had four blocks in this game along with 12 steals, and that's just what you got to have because that just shows you you're playing great defense if you're getting those uh, numbers and those categories right there. You're getting blocks, you're getting stops, you're uh, getting out in transition, and you're doing everything you needed to do to be successful against this Phoenix Suns team. Now, the foul category, it's, it seemed like it was a little bit more in the Mavericks' favor when it actually wasn't. The Mavericks had 19 fouls to the Phoenix Suns 14 in this one, but I'm not going to blame the referees for anything when it comes to these series. Yes, we'll say that there's bad calls because that always happens in every game, but I'm never going to say it's because of the referees why we lost. But 
The Mavericks just did everything right in this game. They got their defensive identity back. They got help from everyone out there on the court. So Luka didn't have to do everything. And now this is a series again. And the Mavericks will look to take the second game here in Dallas here on Sunday afternoon and keep this hot streak going uh, and try to even this series up here at two games apiece at 2.30 p.m. on Sunday. So exciting times, Mavs fans. The Mavericks win 103-94. to 94. We get our identity back and let's win this next one. So that's going to be it for today's episode, Mavs fans. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Like, follow, and share with your friends. And I hope you're listening next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.